0: in the world of money and power. And joining us to uh, take a look at the big stories, there's Akona Mlamleli, Portfolio Manager at 274 Investment Managers. Akona, good evening to you, Mas Good evening. Uh, yeah, thank you
1: very much for
0: having me this uh, evening. Mupi uh, Let's maybe start off in in, in Zimbabwe and uh, we'll come back to uh, some of the uh, other interesting stories, including second quarter GDP numbers and, uh, of course, those uh, 53-week results coming out uh, from ShopRite. But, uh, yeah, if you're working for the state in Zimbabwe and uh, you opt to not vaccinate or to get that jab, Uh, well, uh, yeah, you might uh, want to opt to use your constitutional right to resign. Yeah, that's... Now, now, I guess this happens at a very interesting time, Akona, because even here in South Africa, I mean, I think the president was saying over the last few days or so that uh, there is some consideration being given within the executive on how or what can be done to incentivize people to get vaccinated. Uh, And it seems in Zimbabwe, I mean, in addition to this, there's a very clear directive that says you're not going to go to a restaurant, you're not going to go to a nightclub, you're not going to go anywhere or, you know, to have a meal or dine in public if you're not vaccinated. And uh, they see that uh, maybe probably not an incentive, maybe a disincentive. Uh, to try and uh, yeah make anybody who might be reluctant to get vaccinated realize how isolated they're going to be. Yep. And yeah even in Zimbabwe I guess that that's the issue. I mean uh, we, we heard stories I think the Guardian led with a story uh, yesterday or today uh, that the Zimbabwean uh, you know Congress of Trade Unions ZCTU Uh, which I think has over, you know, just under 200,000 members uh, in that Southern African nation, has taken the Minister of Labour and, uh, you know, a few other members of the executive to court uh, for what they see, I guess, as, you know, a breaching of uh, their right to, I guess, exercise personal choice over this particular matter. So uh, I think it's quite clear, I mean, if we look at the Zimbabwean situation, that, you know, if things go in a similar direction here in South Africa, that uh, we might anticipate what some of the outcomes could potentially be. Ako, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Um, I mean, just maybe a last one on this one. What do you make of of this one in the context of some of the other stuff that we've seen? I mean, vaccine passports in places like France and and how people have fought back against that. Um, But also, I guess, on the other end, balancing that with the need to, you know, uh, resume activity in a lot of, you know, forms of business that uh, require some contact uh, between the producers and their clients.
1: Yeah, so it's... uh a one
0: that's new. Mm, mm. now, now, the other story that, uh, if we shift away from Zimbabwe slightly, that I found very interesting is that of ShopRite Holdings. Now, I mean, they, for the 53 weeks ending, I think, for July, uh, which is, uh, you know, just over a month ago, um, very, very good showing. I mean, certainly from some of their, you know, checkers and even the USAVE offering. But I want us to maybe start off with that liquor shop. I mean, they were only open, uh, or they were closed, I should rather say, for. Uh, just over 45 percent of what ideally would have been their trading days in that 53-week period, um, and yet, you know, I, I guess we're still able to, um, in the aggregate, put out a good number, notwithstanding all of those trading restrictions.
1: Yes. Um, however, mm. the management has obviously indicated, um, based on their calculations, um, when Checkers 60, 60 F 250 200 um, and stores they will have about penetrated about 80% sure. um, of their current um,
0: e-commerce market. I mean, I, I find this fascinating. Uh, not just the 1.5 million app downloads that 6060 has seen. Uh, and it started now, Glenda uh, COVID, But that loyalty program as well. I mean, extra savings rewards over 20 million members. Um, and I mean... You know, if, if you think about, I guess, their foray now into using data science, technology, you know, and uh, digital innovation. Uh, I mean, we also heard some stories a few weeks ago in a trading update uh, talking about uh, their first pilot, you know, cashierless store. Uh, then they effectively have much of the feedstock they're looking for, which is, you know, you and my data. Yeah. So the. Yeah, it's also quite clear that the stable is set to grow soon, uh, especially in that uh, segment of the marketplace uh, where they've seen some uh, volume growth. And that is in the lower end, you know, sort of budget, grocery, retail, you save type operation uh, when they signal their acquisition of some of Massmart's businesses in the same, you know, uh, I guess, market segment. Yeah. So And then... Yeah, VWCO uh, fearing that, uh, I guess, the chip shortage that uh, we've certainly seen uh, on the back of shipping challenges and also uh, uh, some challenges in where much of these chips are tested out. Um, In the Malaysian market, uh, we saw a massive surge. I think they had 90% of uh, uh, where the last peak of infections was. Uh, in terms of uh, the rise in infections out in Malaysia, and uh, that's had a massive impact uh, on uh, the chips that are used in, you know, uh, computer boxes, of vehicles, smartphones, and uh, uh, many of the uh, very connected appliances that are around these days. Yeah, exactly. So, and maybe a last one here, Akwana. Before we let you go, uh, we saw those second quarter GDP numbers coming through from Stats earlier on today. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, base effects or not, not. Uh, uh, not a lot to gloat about. I mean, if we think about uh, the type of sectors that led led the uh, positive uh, impacts here—primary industry, trade, transport, comms—but uh, also, I guess, uh, a lot of what we see in the trade sector, in the tertiary space, in the economy. What do you make of these numbers? And we'll certainly be catching up with uh, the Statistician General in the next few minutes as well. Yeah,
1: to so, sure uh, an economy that is um, much more broader and. And aspects of the economy that had not been factored into. Mm. So that was um, rebased um, and updated from 2010 um, to 2015. Um, so that was one of the changes that has been effected. But the revisions to South Africa's um, GDP and the economy has increased by more than um, 10% um, as previously in, um, estimated. And this has obviously provided the government and South Africa just to look at itself quite broadly and quite um, significantly because these changes do provide um, a significantly dire situation, as you've indicated. Mm. Um, However, I think the positive from this is government's debt-to-GDP ratio uh, may now be lower. However, we need to not forget um, the headwinds facing the economy and also the recovery and actually the realities of the country that Mm. we still need to fix.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in this low interest rate environment, I would have expected a much better showing. I mean, if, if you look at gross fixed capital formation, uh, when it comes to residential, non-residential construction works and, you know, others. But it seems, yeah, I guess uh, uh, not as much building activity as uh, one would expect would respond to lower interest yeah, rates.
1: So, yeah, yeah, so we saw particularly in the manifesto mm. and the, the reform that the government um, is trying to implement um, will Benefit and obviously provide some food
0: um, in the near future. Yeah, we certainly hope so. We're going to be watching this closely because I guess yeah, these numbers do show that uh, yes, there is some marginal recovery, but uh, not the kind that we need. uh, mm. corner to deal with, uh, as you say, you know the uh, massive headwinds that are facing our economy. It's always a pleasure to uh, catch up with you. Thank you. Akonam Lamlil is a portfolio manager at 27 for Investment Managers. We take a brief break now, and uh, when we come back, uh, the Statistician General, the SG, Rasenga Maruleka, joins us. We're going to talk through some of these numbers, uh, which, uh, yeah, as I said, I mean, I would have expected some much, much better, I guess, uh, activity in terms of capital spending uh, if, we th- if we look at gross fixed capital formation, but it certainly hasn't come through.